0: What's up everybody? Welcome to another episode. Before we get started, as always, I want to give a big shout out to all of our supporters. Thank you to everyone who listens to the podcast and puts in the time to send us messages, give shout outs, leave positive reviews on iTunes and everywhere else. We truthfully, truthfully, deeply appreciate it. Um, It's one of those things where we just we obviously do it because we love the sport and we love putting out content for everybody. So the more that you guys help us by spreading the podcast or leaving the reviews or hitting the subscribe button, if you're on YouTube, hitting the bell and getting notifications when we drop in new videos, we truthfully appreciate all the support and we can't thank you enough for everything that you do to help us keep pushing this podcast further it's so crazy to hear all these stories from everybody that so many of you um told me about how you listen to the podcast when you're doing your your side gig or when you're doing some creative projects or something uh, you know late at night when you're just by yourself doing some hobbies or some side project your side hustle I I appreciate that that you guys like us enough to you know to give us that kind of time and to try and entertain you as much as we can Um, I'll do my best to always try and make this podcast as uh, awesome for you as possible i promise you that now today's podcast is definitely special again it's kind of weird we jump back and forth in the information but before we get into that i want to go ahead and give a shout out to all of our sponsors go ahead and support the podcast by supporting our sponsors choke Aloha. visit chokealoha.com get 20 percent off when you use the promo code juu-jitsu radio at checkout you guys always hear me touting about it if you look at any of my geese, most of them will have a choke aloha patch on them, or you'll always see me wearing my choke aloha rash guards, the rank rash guards, or even the the other ones that, that I have that aren't even close to my belt color, but I love them anyway. Um, you can get your own. You can get your own, and you can get it at an awesome discount. Chocaloha.com, promo code Jujitsu Radio. They got a ton of cool stuff, some cool accessories. They're always doing cool collabs with other companies and stuff. Go support them. It's an awesome company. They're not a big name brand. You're not going to get shafted on the price, and you're going to get the hookup when you let them know I sent you. Chocaloha.com. Then check out our homies over at Jujitsu Soap Co. I'm telling you. Once you start using the soap, you're not going to use anything else. It's the best. I really wish that I could take it with me every time that I travel because it's one of those things once I get into the the shower at the hotel, I'm like, "Eh, this is shitty soap compared to what I got at home. I'm telling you, you're going to dig it. And it's not expensive. You're going to get a discount when you use the promo code JJ Radio. And they got a lot of cool apparel and some cool accessories too. You'll get some dope hats. If you if you dig it, they have it. The patches, I love the, the Jiu-Jitsu Soap patches. They're definitely different and a little bit more original. I love the Samurai one. I love the, the Alien one. Check them out. Jiu-JitsuSoapCo.com. And then check out our homies over at GiraffeChoke.com. Use the promo code JJRADIO when you get uh, $99 or more uh, of uh, merchandise. You get 25% off when you use that promo code. I mean, you can't beat that. Listen, you can stock up with some new hats. You can get some cool, um, fun stuff for the holidays to give away for presents, like the Superman hat, the heel hook hat for all my leg lockers out there. Go get your own. GiraffeChoke.com. Promo code JJ Radio. Don't forget to follow the podcast on Instagram, Jujitsu Radio, and follow Sean Agarilla Boy BJJ. Follow me at Sonder Marketing. And now, listen, before we get started, there is another promo code that I can dish out. It's a little bit of a spoiler alert. Diamond MMA jumped onto the podcast. This episode uh, brings in the CEO and founder of Diamond MMA. You know you've heard them before because Joe Rogan talks about them all the time. Anybody gets hit in the nuts in MMA, most likely someone's going to be bringing up Diamond MMA into the subject in the very next line. Now, Sean and I have talked about them before. I've never had a chance to to use the product, but they've decided to come onto the podcast and support the podcast. We can't thank them enough. And now, when you go to Diamond MMA, Dot com and use the promo code jujitsu radio you can get 10 percent off your purchase so get yourself a cup if you got kids and they're going to play sports get them rolling on this stuff i'm going to do my own personal review in the next couple of weeks so you guys see why i thought it was a good idea to have them be a part of this podcast um Craig Diamond is an awesome guy. We've been trying to get him on the podcast for the last couple of weeks, and I was super excited uh, when they reached out and said they wanted to, to, to be a part of the podcast and support the podcast. So thank you very much to Diamond MMA. Like I said, check out diamondmma.com. Use the promo code Jiu-Jitsu Radio. Get yourself a cup. Get it for anybody else that's playing sports. If you don't believe me, I'm going to put it to the test anyway and it's awesome to hear Craig talk about how the company started and I did my best to not make this sound like some kind of infomercial and it's difficult when you're asking the questions that you know basically people want to know about the company but when it comes to you know protecting your nuts it's kind of I'm never going to be PC about it I've been hitting the balls enough time to know that you're at one point or another you're gonna have to start wearing a cup if you're gonna do any kind of striking sport or combat sport or even just regular sports uh team sports so without further ado the founder and ceo of diamond mma craig diamond you
1: can even-
2: Deal, I'm the best there is. Plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence, and nobody can hang with my stuff. Kid stealing, woo, wheeling, dealing, living things right, Jet flying, sell them again, and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down.
0: Woo! All right, everybody, welcome to another episode of Jujitsu Radio. So today we have a special guest. We tried to get him on last week, but we had some technical difficulties and uh, we just went off on our own. But Sean and I have been talking about this. We're super stoked to have him on the podcast. We've actually talked about his company before several times. He is the founder and CEO of Diamond MMA, Craig Diamond. Craig, thanks for uh, for jumping on the podcast so late at night. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks. So just to... You know, I know that people have heard uh, your your company's name, and most people that listen to our podcast are going to be somewhat familiar with the product. But for all the newer people, just kind of give us a, a background of who you are and what you do.
1: Okay, yeah. So, uh, you know, I'm, my name's Craig Diamond. I started Diamond MMA guy over ten years ago now. Um, I'm a lifelong athlete myself. Um, you know, played baseball, football. Um, I did, you know, wrestled my senior year, played hockey, and even, uh, you know, martial arts growing up. Um, And so I'd say as far as starting the company goes, probably close to when the UFC was getting back on TV, um, the Ultimate Fighter. I kind of loved the sport and and fell in love with it again and remember watching it in in college and, and watching the old tapes and just wanted to get in the space. All these guys were... It had t-shirt brands and there were skulls and flames and eagles and all these cheesy designs and i wanted to just come up with something kind of cool and classic so we designed a t-shirt and i wanted to start my brand um just get in the space i thought the market was cool and i loved the athletes and it was the first sport that actually loved watching and following not just playing um so we designed a t-shirt um you know that that kind of morphed into kind of designing fight shorts for some of the fighters after that. And while talking to a lot of the pro MMA fighters going gym to gym, they kind of said, Hey, what we need is a good cup because they're just using the same cups that are at Walmart and, you know, stuff you use for little league baseball. And, and, And what we found was they were layering up their existing cups with several layers just to try to keep it in place for the dynamic movement of know mixed martial arts and grappling and jujitsu so we kind of stopped the t-shirts and stopped the shorts and i I recruited a a couple teams uh well a team of uh, a couple talented designers that are my partners now and um we just kind of frankenstein together the world's greatest groin protection system specifically geared towards these athletes um so let me just
0: ask then did you think Anywhere remotely in your mind that when you first started the company or even before that somehow is going to just evolve into just dealing with cups?
1: No, no, never, I just, I was passionate about the sport. I was passionate about these athletes and I just wanted to start. I was passionate about business and starting a business and I wanted to do something just from scratch. So cups weren't, you know, the business evolved to um, solve a big problem which was really these guys, especially in the earlier days, would be fighting in the UFC and they'd be, they'd kick each other in the nuts and a guy would go down and they'd be on the ground for two minutes and it would stop the action. So as a fan, I'm saying, you know, how can we, how can we solve this problem? And, and so that's, um, you know, the business kind of morphed into um, what the fighters needed. And, and, and now we're trying to solve you know this problem and, and we Gosh, I think in the, the car just now in Florida, I think almost 80% of the fighters were wearing our our cups. So that oh, yeah, wow. and you, you don't see it because the UFC actually it's kind of cool, not, not cool for us, but they take a Sharpie and they color out our diamond waistband. So our pattern, we have a diamond pattern of our waistband, but they because of the reebok deal, you know, they, they can't have yeah. other brands. But all of the fighters choose to wear our cup that's they swear by it so you'll see sometimes uh, we you know crown gracie and uh just a bunch of other a bunch of other guys um you know you could see their waistbands kind of sticking out with a little bit of a sharpie color to them
0: yeah and that's one thing that a lot of people don't realize and uh i mean just from the work that i've done before even before the weigh-ins any time that you guys see a ufc fighter about to be in front of the crowd and in, uh, in front of a camera there is basically a handler that goes fighter to fighter and double check head to toe that they're wearing everything Reebok so it's funny that you mentioned that because I've seen them do that where they're like here take the sharpie you have to cover this there's been times where fighters have to walk out with a with a piece of tape on TV or something with a piece of tape over their clothing, over their, their brand or anything like that. So it's kind of funny that it's like now people see, okay, well that Sharpie. Now I know why that Sharpie is there.
2: Craig, I might have a workaround for you. Let's
0: hear
1: it.
2: <laughs> what if you made that diamond, uh, that the, you know, the diamond pattern, what if you made it that like uh, rubberish, Um, so like you say it's, so it'll stick to the shorts, but if it's that black rubber, it might stick out a little bit as like, it will be that shiny diamond. Maybe not.
1: No, you know what? I know where you're going with that. And we've thought about stuff like that. We've thought about reflective diamonds. So, and, and, and you know what, at the end of the day, they can take a Sharpie to us, but we are the chosen protection for these guys. And and that's just what it is. I mean, we've talked to the UFC behind the scenes. We'll, eventually, we'll maybe work something out with them to get them a version of our product that goes along with their guidelines. But you know what? we it's kind of cool. Like we're the last brand standing, pretty much. Um, when I started this, yeah. we launched at UFC 100. So you know, if anybody was around back in the day when there was. Twenty different clothing brands I mean you had of course Tap Out you had Silver Star you had uh, you know Hitman Clinch Gear, Sprawl I mean all these brands the the throne. E-Throne I mean they, yeah. they go on and on and they just the business model didn't work they were paying athletes to wear their stuff just like I had to do for the real short time we were making t-shirts you had to pay these guys to wear your t shirt and then hope a lot of people would buy that T-shirt. Um, I kind of changed that model once the fighters were saying, "Hey, this is what we need." I said, "Let's invest the the, the research and development, to designing a product that these guys will buy from us, um, and, and, and it'll last, and, and be good for other guys. You know, guys that are just training jujitsu and you playing uh, other sports even with it." So.
0: I mean, the funny part is in hindsight, as a businessman, it's kind of like you found the the perfect niche because every there's so many companies under the sun that, that want to get into the apparel aspect of it. And that's how you started off. But then everybody tries to go into into the smaller things. They're going to want their, their own wrap tape or their own gloves or their own shin guards. And it's kind of like it's yeah. a dime a dozen. But like you said, there wasn't anybody that was really taking the the initiative and it's kind of I think it's one of those things that it was just kind of like you know what that's the way it's always been and that's the way we we'll always do it
1: yeah I, I mean I think we, we get all the time hey you guys make the best cups why don't you make mouth guards you know why don't you make you know this or make that and and, and, and you know redesign you know make the world's best rash guard and you know we're, we want to focus on one thing right now is just making the best groin protection and we have other products you know that are in that you know we have a, a compression brief it's basically a compression short with a built-in underwear so for guys for jujitsu guys who just don't wear cups this is a great product for them i mean so yeah. we want to just stay focused in our niche and um you know when we're ready to take on another product We'll only take it on if there can be real improvement to be made, and if it's really going to solve a problem. But you know, to, 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 to just design a real cool T-shirt and then you know, it's just not—it's it's not something that we want to yeah. do. We want to help these fighters fight better.
2: So, I, I have a question, Craig. So, I've seen—I've seen there was a video. I think. Uh, I don't. Somebody went to a karate tournament, tournament, and had a bunch of people kicking each other, and then or people just kicking somebody in the nuts. Um, t- when you see somebody that that's wearing your cup and they get kicked in the nuts, and then they take, you know, they take you know three to five minutes as part of you going, "Come on, man, you know that didn't hurt." Um,
1: yeah, I mean, it, look, with the cup, <laughs> it's it's going to you're gonna feel some some pressure and, and a little shock, but we want to avoid injury. That's the key. So if you're in a full, you know, if Dustin Poirier is in a fight and he gets kicked full clip in the cup, like he has, and we've got a video of it, he may still feel it, but he's going to be able to continue fighting. And the idea is keeping all the family jewels inside the protective cup. If that cup is flopping around and it's loose or an of compression shorts with that big general pocket, and that cup's floating, and one of your nuts is hanging out of the, the – that's when, you know, text, uh, testicle ruptures occur. That's when injuries occur. So if you're wearing our products and it's sized right and you're wearing it right, you, sh- you should be able to take a shot. And, and if you go to our website, that's me, uh, you know, taking those shots from, you know, dozens of UFC fighters and testing it out. I mean, so um, –
0: that's, that's what I was going to ask you about. So when you first started making the, the product and you started, you know, okay, well, this is how we're going to change it. We're going to try this instead. What was the the feeling like that first day? It's like, all right, well, we got to actually test it now. Who's going to take the hit on this You one? know, that's the like, answer I, I, is me. I
1: mean, it's, this is my business. I started this thing out of my garage. I, I, I've put, you know, all my money and savings into this business and, 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 and you know, um, had kids and, and and would work this business from you know nine o'clock at night till two in the morning you know and work, work a day job so I mean I, I had everything into the investment to make a product to solve this problem for these guys so when that first prototype came to my door and it was, it was just like a one color gray you know it was just just a working prototype it didn't look fancy I went to Jeff Corrin's gym in Crystal Lake. If, if you know Jeff Corrin, at UFC vet, and, uh, yeah. he's a Pedro Sauer black belt, I believe. Um, I went to his gym and I put it on, and I had one of his pros kick me. I said, "Here we go." He says, "Are you sure, man?" I said, "I got a message thing, <laughs> you know, and, and, and I got to go for it." And he kicked me hard. I mean, I remember it hard and it made a loud noise and the, all the guys looked at me like, are you okay? And I was, and it was, I was perfect. I was okay. And, and that was a big, that was a big day because again, you know, when you're making a product, it takes months and months not only to develop the product and design it, but just to get prototypes shipped to you and, and test it and then send them back. And, um, that was a great, that was a great, uh, time. And then of course, Joe Rogan, saw some of my videos on Twitter um, when when you know, Twitter was more popular, and he messaged us, and he kind of understood what we were trying to do. And he, he sent me a direct message, and Joe said, hey, I, I see what you're trying to do, and if it works as well as it looks like, I'm going to help, you know, I'd like to help spread the word and get all these UFC guys on it. So I remember I I overnighted him, you know, the the system, I think it was like ninety five dollars. I remember at the time it was so expensive, you know. To, but but it was Joe Rogan, and and then he got it, and I didn't yeah, hear yeah. anything back for weeks. And I'm thinking like, oh man, he didn't like it, maybe he didn't fit him, maybe he didn't get it. And then, sure enough, on a podcast or excuse me, podcast, a a UFC event. Uh, it was several weeks later, there was a, a shot. There was a kick and a low blow, and the guy went down. And Joe went into pretty much a full blown diamond MMA commercial. And said you know there's a guy a company out there and he, they make this really cool product with an integrated jock strap and it doesn't shit any for about two minutes he talked about us during the groin shot timeout and this is before the reebok days and anything else and um it crashed our website and we got flooded with orders um from all over the world and
0: How's that feeling when, when you started seeing the, the Oh it was amazing and,
1: and I remember I was out to dinner with my family and a friend of mine called and said he said Joe Rogan's talking about your product and your website's down. Holy shit, or whatever he said. You know what I mean? It was like <laughs> and I got up and and yeah, it was it was great. And um I mean obviously the power of Joe Rogan was huge, but on a live broadcast uh you know, a fight that was amazing and we were we've been trying to kind of catch up ever since i mean we we've been growing slow but steady and um you know just doing our thing and and um just customer service and getting product to fighters we take pride we don't sponsor fighters but you know if a guy's cool and he's going to post for us and help us you know get our brand out there we'll send some nice care packages to to fighters and um yeah just continuing to do our thing
0: So, so let me ask you the, again, because it's such a niche item, but it's, you know, especially if you're talking about fighters, like Muay Thai fighters, the whole idea of the Thai steel cup, it's so engraved there. They never change things up. Is it something that, that you feel like you have to fight the, to change the mentality? It's like guys, like there is a great question. Some
1: our product is based off the Thai cup. So. I, I kind of left that out and thanks for bringing that up. Um, well, this, the shorter answer is, is that some guys the older school guys are, they're stubborn. They won't change Uh mighty mouse Johnson, D- Demetrius Johnson. I've I reached out to him several times. He says, Nope, sticking with it. And that's fine. And I get it. I'm a guy yeah. and I train myself. I'm, you know, and I, I, still play sports and I love my equipment. Some stuff. I like to keep it tilts forever. Um, but the tie cup is really that—that that strap, that shoelace, I should say—that's connected to the bottom of that tie cup that goes yeah. up your crack and you know your rear and has to be tied yeah. to your hip or whatever. That's what most of the guys. When yeah. we were at, we were it, visited, um, AKA in San Jose, and this is back. Mike Wick D- hmm. DC was just starting out. Um, uh, Nate Moore, Josh Thompson, John Fitch, you know, all those guys, it was, it was just a cane. And so we were talking to all those guys and half of these guys were wearing the tie cup. So they were, you know, they were just saying about it's hard to put on and it's uncomfortable, and but they, but they believe in it. So our first design was even very similar to that. And then we kind of just branched it out instead of having that one strap coming from the bottom of the cup or a shoelace, we broke it into two straps and then we change it from a shoelace to some really good elastic that's going to just be able to put on and off and so the tie cup is a big inspiration for our yeah. design even the shape of the cup one thing about the tie cup that it's, that it's good about it is it's it's got good depth and good volume so everything's going to go inside it's a little wide for grappling yeah. and 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 martial arts but you're going yeah. to have all your 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 franken beans are going to fit inside the
0: Yeah. That's one thing though that like a lot of people don't know, especially let's say for just jujitsu guys. And a lot of people, even that, that watch the sports don't realize when Thai guys, when you're talking about a Thai steel cup, it is literally a steel cup. That's basically has a string that goes over the top. And that would obviously be a belly button and one that's under and it goes right up your butt crack. So it's a male thong. And then That part's not even the challenging part is when you first get it, you have to sit there and learn how to tie the knot because you're not going to ask one of your teammates, hey, can you tie this knot on my butt crack real quick? So there's like all sorts of stuff that you got to deal with. And don't forget, let's hope that people even do the maintenance afterwards because you're going to have to like actually do the maintenance. So that's a whole different hassle to begin with. Like, that's one thing that people don't even realize that you have to deal with when it comes to the I mean, we
1: went to a tournament for three days in Des Moines, Iowa. And four days, rather. It was a Muay Thai tournament. And we were converting them, you know. And we had guys dumping their old Thai cups in a trash can and videotaping it for for a little bit of a discount just to make the point. So, I think, you know, (laughs) the younger – and it was amazing that these little kids – I mean, there were – six-year-old girls and boys training i mean they were seriously training and so those kids they're not wearing tie cups you know what i mean they're going to be they're going to be they're wearing our products they're going to be wearing they're wearing some of the competitors brands which once they try ours they kind of won't go back to so we're, we're going to get those young kids in in diamond mma brand and they'll get used to it and then they'll stick with us throughout their career hopefully
0: yeah. Trust me, just from rolling with Sean, I can tell you there's more than twenty or thirty times that I wish it would have had we, a cup on. You
1: know, this cup, I mean, I jujitsu doesn't allow it in some of their tournaments, but um <clears throat> I, I train myself and because of the two rear straps, which is really our secret sauce, those rear straps are almost like suspenders for your cup. They're gonna pull that cup against your body so it's not moving and shifting. So if you've got you know, you've got someone in your guard that cup's not all over the place to when they're trying to pass your guard and then their knee is, you know, right into your, your groin. I mean, that cup's going to be locked down, especially in that position, because the straps, the rear straps, are going to cause tension. So, I mean, it, it's a great cup for jujitsu if you want to wear a cup for jujitsu, um, But most are uncomfortable.
0: Yeah, but it's funny because, I mean, Sean, Sean and I have done striking. I mean, I've competed before. Sean does a little bit of striking, so it's one of those things that, like, I always have a cup in my in my bag, regardless. But even for jujitsu, I mean, uh, a lot of the older guys that that I know and that I've trained with, they they pretty much have to wear one. They have to wear one, especially because when they end up, the older guys are usually the ones that get stuck with the white belts, and those are the ones that usually that end up getting railed in the in the yes. nuts one time or another. Yeah, if
1: you if you got a if you got a spazzy white belt. You know, and the, and it's not his fault. He's just trying to do what he's doing. It, it, it can injure you, and and a ruptured testicle is bad news. Um, I mean, I you know I won't even get into it, but you know you think you don't need one till you till you need one, and then you then you wish you had one. But what, I mean, one thing about us is if you buy a, a copper system from us or a jockstrap version uh, that we have, or even just our compression brief. To keep your, you know, you don't, you refuse to wear a cup, but you just want something to just compact everything and keep it in place uh, to minimize any chance. Um, if it's not the best thing you've worn, send it back and we'll give you your money back, even after you've trained in a little while. So, I, you know, that's just kind of the company we are. And, um, you know, it, it, there is a reason it costs more than the average cup on the market, but it, it's geared towards combat sports, towards jujitsu, grappling, and, and striking. And, um, it's been a fun learning experience for me. You know, look, I I, um, I started this business not knowing a lot about starting a business or product design, but I've been learning and, and it's just, I, I continue to learn. And um, I love talking to you guys and getting ideas from you guys. And um, I just love talking to my customers every day. It's awesome.
0: So do you see uh, a lot of uh, people trying to, to attempt and copy the, the mold now or try and get into it and trying to take your, your not style. so
1: not so much um you know i mean the bigger brands that you'll see at the you know the the walmart or the uh, the big box stores they just don't care they don't really care about the market it's just the, the, whatever's on the shelf the mother mom's gonna buy the mom's gonna buy for their kid for 29.95 and it's just a small product you know they're not really concentrating on it and and um it, it's it's a little market niche that are it's important to us guys and um, eventually they're, they're you know when they lose enough customers to us maybe they will but we're just doing what we do and and, and focusing in on our niche we, we want to like like you talked about we don't want to make gloves and shin guards and rash we want to just do what we do so when people know our brand they know what it stands for
0: yeah hey, you know what's funny is that this is one of those things that. I don't know. You and I talked about it, Sean. It's just one of those things that when it comes to the nut shots, it's it's a guy thing where everyone has that story of like their worst nut shot or or things that they've seen. And I remember yeah. this was years ago. I found a a mini documentary about a I want to say it was a cricket player. And if you look this up, I, I'll try and find it for you and send it to you. But basically. Cup technology didn't exist way back in the day at that time. I want to say it was like 60s or 70s. Guy took a pitch square in the junk and they just had basic thin pieces of plastic. And they literally interviewed not only the guy that got hit, but the entire team because of how traumatic this whole experience was. When he got hit in his cup, it shattered. They had to carry him off and literally do surgery to remove it piece by piece. Oh, my gosh. And it's it's funny, but it's not because you could tell, like, how damaged this guy was. But when they interviewed the rest of the team, they're just dying laughing. All of them are cracking up because of how much pain he was from taking a shot in the nuts. But. Yeah, i've seen it so many times so that's why it's like when when we started talking about having on i'm like oh please let's get you on here because this is something that i mean diamond mma cups we talked about sean like how many fights that we see at xfn that that the guy should have been carrying them
2: well what about how many i think i own the record of not getting hit in the nuts during grappling class i mean it, it's one of those things but but it's it's every man sees it and every man does the same exact thing. When they see a nut shot, they squeeze their knees together and they go, Oh, cause we all know what it feels like.
1: Well, it doesn't have to happen. We need to eradicate <laughs> uh, that, that, that feeling and, and that reaction. And, um, I want to send both of you guys, you know, for having me on, I'm going to send you some product to try and test for yourselves. Um, and, um, so after we get off, just uh, we'll hook up and give me your addresses. Yeah. And we'll uh, I want to send you a pair for yourself to try, and then maybe uh, you'll have me on again, and we'll we'll get your your results. And uh, I'd love you guys to try it uh, in class, and, and you know,
0: yeah, I'm I'm yeah. willing to take a shot. I'll take a shot on video and throw right. it up there.
1: Thank you. Yeah, we, we have the Diamond Cup Check Challenge. So oh yeah, <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of pro fighters and, and, and a lot of our customers. Uh, we'll take a video of themselves uh, putting it to the test and either getting kicked or we've had all sorts of fun videos. So um, yeah, I'd appreciate that. We'll, we'll send you some good stuff and um, you know the the lessons. I guess a couple of lessons are well, to recap our conversation. One, if you're going into business and you're going to start a business, be do it do it in something that you love and that you're passionate about that you just would do for free. And I was passionate about the sport. And the, and the space and the business of the sport. So I just jumped in, and I figured it out. Um, and, you know, that's one thing. Um, the other thing is, is uh, you know, as far as business, find partners that will share your common passions and interests. So my two partners that helped me design this have been huge. One of them uh, wrestled at Purdue and is the grappling and uh, wrestling coach at El Nino, with Gil Melendez and Jake Shields and all those guys, a guy named Alex Coriano. Um, so, you know, the, my, all my partners, you know, we all train, we all love the sport and we love designing products. And so it's been fun. Um, that's that's one big thing. And, and two, you know, for training, it, you know, I'm, I'm 40 years old now and I've been playing, you know, sports and training competitively and, You know, don't skimp on your equipment, um, especially when it comes to, you know, protecting your family's jewels or your teeth or or your brain. Um, You know, if you're going to compete, even, you know, recreationally, invest in something that's going to last and and, going to protect you and keep your your mind in in the game and what you're doing and not worrying about a piece of dangerous plastic between your legs that's moving around.
0: So So. let me ask you, do you have that first story of you know you gave somebody a cup like a pro fighter you gave him one of the cups to to put on during a fight they took a nut shot and they just came back to you like listen that that was probably one of the worst nut shots i ever took and you guys just saved my life on that
1: one yeah dustin dustin poirier took a shot real hard waved the ref off he didn't need a timeout um we had uh i think uh Ricardo Lamas took a real hard shot one time, waved it off. Eric Koch from Rufus oh, wow. Court. I mean, we, a lot of guys have. I mean, the problem is we can't post it on our Instagram because they suspended <laughs> us for four or five days when we did the other day. You can't put yeah. in UFC videos. But, yeah, we've been – I mean, Anthony Pettis has been a longtime supporter and wearing uh, our cup. He's taken kicks and just, you know, you hear the pop and you, he waves it off. So. Um, and that's great. That's how, that's, that's what we started this business for was to solve the problem, to keep these athletes, athletes protected and going and, uh, keep the action going, you know?
0: No, that's awesome. I mean, it's crazy to see. It's one of those things that you never think about, you know, but it's, it happens, especially happens to us. But I, I'm also a big fan of hearing people, you know, jumping into the business side of, of MMA and jujitsu and kind of following their passion and building a business out of it. So it was, it's really cool for you to, to come over here and share the story and hopefully we'll get you on again and, and share some more stories. I know you got to get going. Uh, you got a family duties to, to take care of.
1: I do, but I love talking to you guys. You guys get it and you're cool. It's nice to talk to guys that actually train and understand it. And, um, like I said, um, I'm gonna get you guys some product to test out. I'll come on again, and we'll do maybe a, a follow up recap, and maybe I'll bring a guest on with me. I, I, I do have some UFC fighters that maybe we could bring on with me and talk about their experiences with our cup in the, in, in the cage. You know, I have a bunch of guys that would love to to come on. Definitely, be cool.
0: No, listen. Anytime you you want to come on, you always have an open door for us. And and you, we also have a a link for anybody that uh, that wants to pick up a cup and they don't want to wait for us and you want to get one. We have a, a promo code that you can use Jujitsu Radio at checkout, and uh, you'll get a discount. Uh, thanks so much for for uh, for Craig and Diamond MMA for setting that up. So definitely go check it out if you guys are looking for it. Uh, for all of our friends that are actually uh, fighters and stuff that that need some better protection on the cojones uh (laughs) uh, i definitely appreciate the hookup on that one so hopefully we can get a couple of our guys taken care of but uh craig thank you very much for jumping on um we'll uh just stick on the line we're gonna cut the line for a little bit and uh we'll catch you next time
1: all right thanks guys thanks everyone bye bye Bye. craig bye
0: so it's recording in process there we go recording there you go how cool is that
2: no i look When it comes to the boys, I like I like I've been so used to getting nut shots over the last, I don't know, 10, 12 years. It's like my nuts are almost conditioned, but it would be nice for them not to have to worry about, you know, that like and, and look, you know, what's worse than that? What's worse than the shots to the nuts are the squishes.
0: Yeah, or would like the grind when you someone's doing oh, like a knee pass, yeah. No, and it, and what sucks
2: is you know we can't wear them in most grappling uh, tournaments. They don't allow them. Yeah, but it would be you know it'd be cool. I'm wondering if they're like you know I'd like to talk to them about maybe maybe there's like a hard not a hard rubber but like a rubber um, that Diner. like. Well, no, like like instead of it being plastic, like they make a rubber one that's a rubber mold that like will protect it kind of, um, but would like squish down like on an arm bar because that's where it – that's where the problem is, is on like arm bars. Well, it gives you an extra fulcrum point.
0: No arm bars, but if you also have somebody's back, like you can definitely jam them in the back with it. It's, it's kind of like tough, but because if you made it out of rubber – like then, it's not really going to give you the impact. You're going to end up squeezing it anyway. You know what I mean? It's like it's weird. It's one of those things. It's kind of like you're going to have to deal with it. And like, yeah, I'm the same way. i was. God. Like, it's gotten to the point now when I take a nut shot that I can just kind of be like, give me like ten seconds and I can walk it off. You know, that's the worst yeah. part. Like, I don't feel good about that. Like for sure, my kid's coming out cross-eyed.
2: Well, and you know, I, I, I've just. Uh, taken to the fact that I'm never going to have
0: kids
2: (laughs) (laughs) and then the nut shots uh, are are part of that I think you know it's just like one of those things that it's just like it's done
0: no but it's funny like just to hear like that the part that I thought was the coolest because they reached out to me to jump on the podcast and I was like man we talk about you guys a lot and it's funny because you know when you hear them talking about it on Joe Rogan and stuff like that it's kind of like okay Let's see what it's actually about, you know? So it's it's kind of cool to hear that someone just kind of took the plunge and had to do the same thing. Of what, like- what I
2: want to know is who's the weirdo that goes, you know what? You guys make great nut protection. I want you to protect my mouth
0: now. <laughs> like who, yeah, goes right. from, who goes from nuts to mouth? Or like, it's even better. It's like, okay, so this is working on a nut. How can we transfer this to somebody's mouth? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, dude, what did you ta- what did
2: you yeah. say? Like,
0: but you know, you,
2: you know what I I I would think like because there was something else that Rogan has been talking about for years, and most people who watch MMA have been talking about for years are gloves, gloves
0: and, and, and gloves with the finger with the finger posts. Like, there's there's gotta be a way. It's the Pride gloves. The Pride gloves did that. They automatically curved your hand down. Well, That's I think. It's like you want to have gloves that end up curving your hand down that keeps you from opening up the hand. But it's one of those things where like I think partially is the glove and the other part really comes down to like the MMA fighters are used to grabbing onto someone because of wrestling. So it's just natural reaction of when someone's coming at you where you're kind of like pawing away unless you're John Jones and you're doing it on purpose. (laughs) <laughs> do you do you really think he was doing it he does it on purpose oh fuck yeah oh, do, do you think it's coincidence that every single winkle john guy pokes somebody in the eye
2: well i honestly i think it's their technique i don't think i don't think it's all on purpose i just think it's it's part of that defensive technique you know where you you put you know like like a more of a karate karate uh technique to put that hand out
0: well, it's but- a shield. What it's supposed to do, it's like boxers do it a lot too. Like you're putting it up there to cover the the line of sight so then you can counter out. But even when someone's coming at you, if you have your hand up, then they're not going to be able to aim as precisely. So that's kind of really where it comes from. But even then, it's like uh, if you know that you have a five-foot reach over everybody else and your name's John Jones, you know that you're just poking somebody's eye out. Yeah, well,
2: and and he's always it, it's been it's happened to so many people. I, it happens to at least everybody he fights. Yeah, but I again, I don't think he does it on purpose. I just think it's part of the way the you know their system works over there that they put it out there and it's bound to happen. Yeah, I mean, it, at some point or another, I don't like think you he doesn't gonna do it on purpose.
0: Somebody. You know, he, he may, but I'd like to think he doesn't. No, for sure, for sure, he does. Without a doubt in my mind, he does. It's just the way that it is. Like, I mean, you can't just sit there and have your your hands up on somebody and not expect it to, to go in somebody's eye. It's just the way it is, especially when you get warned so many times. I mean, it happens almost every fight where he gets warned. Yeah, put the fingers. Speaking of eyes, do you see what's going on now after ADCC? Yeah, the conjunctivitis.
1: Yeah, but, that's but going like,
0: around. But like... A conjunctivitis on steroids, yeah, literally. No, it's getting everybody. So, for pe- people that don't know, um, Keenan Cornelius and uh, had to drop out of ADCC, Josh Hinger almost did, and a couple of other guys, uh, from Donaher had to almost drop out of uh, ADCC due to conjunctivitis. Basically, they all got pink eye, and um, you know, a couple of the guys that had it ended up still going and competing they said that they didn't and um a bunch of the competitors ended up getting it cyborg got it jt torres got it uh muhammad ali got it um who else let me see i know i took some screenshots and there's a bunch of other people and it's funny because cyborg is saying that he told the refs that craig still had it and they just looked at him and just said now nah, whatever um yeah, no, a bunch of people got it. And it's super contagious. And the funny part is after I saw that photo, I'm like, oh, shit, did I shake any of everybody's hands? Okay, no, I shook their hands before the matches, not after. Okay, I'm good. Yeah, but you still might have uh, shook, shook, shaken somebody's hand that, uh, <laughs> that had it. But no, that's the saying. Like, I only shook people's hand before they competed. Before they even went on the mat. So before they got in contact with the person that did have it. Yeah, but how do you know you didn't shake somebody's hand that already had it? Because otherwise I would have had it too. If it goes along with that timeline, I was there with them at the same amount of time. So I would have started having it too. So for now, I'm good to go. Uh, I'm I'm in the clear. But it's pretty crazy. And it's funny because then – it became a little bit of an online spat, and then Seth Daniels from uh, Fight to Win and ADCC said, "We're gonna do a, we're gonna do better at. Um, oh, What's he say? Here we go. I have it. Moving forward, Fight to Win and ADCC will be more diligent about doing eye and skin checks at weigh-ins. Fighters are also responsible to not bring contagious, visible or not visible shit with them to the event. <laughs> Which is true. I mean, it, it's kind of one of those like, if you know you got it, don't come in, man." Yeah, well, it, that's exactly it. But who's – like,
2: honestly, how many people – like, ADCC is one of the most prestigious, you know, grappling events, you know, of the yeah. year. So it's like it's hard to – it's hard to say, eh, I'm, I'm going to pull did. out. Well, I Kenan. know. Keenan did.
0: But I'm saying there's a lot of people that just wouldn't do it, you know? For sure, Craig. For sure, Craig. And maybe Gordon had it. Because when I saw Gordon and I kept on seeing him on TV, I was like, man, that that – left eye looks a little puffy but i couldn't tell if maybe he took a shot and then like to the face or something but for sure craig had something because his face was definitely a little puffy on that left side so it's kind of it's kind of funny but it's it's one of those things man and we push it all the time i mean i even had the one doctor um about using soap come on here just talking about using soap like you guys got to take care of your shit man it's so gross what would you do if you ended up uh having someone like come in and roll and then you find out after it's like oh yeah i think i have pink eye
2: well i we just had kind of a little outbreak at temple that it wasn't pink eye it was and it wasn't staff it was something else but it, w- what happened was is somebody went to puerto rico and came back with it and um so you probably you shouldn't have
0: said that to people.
2: <laughs> well, no, it's already it's 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 already went through and gone, and and the people that had it have already gotten it all taken care of. But like you know, and it's like he didn't know he had it. You know, you, you it, it was it it was like a little mark, but he didn't know that's what it was. And it wasn't ringworm. No, it wasn't ringworm. It was something. It was something different. But um, what did it, it wasn't. Look like? as, I don't even know, man. It was—I didn't see it. All of a sudden, I had people not showing up. I'm like, "Where is everybody?" And they said, "Well, this is—we're uh, on medication because we all got this." I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" Uh, and, so oh, and, and only the people who rolled with each other got, got it. it. Nobody else got that. So, Listen, you know, if like, it was please, me,
0: I would make that person pay for my medical bill. Nah, man, it
2: happens. He didn't know he had it. He came back from Puerto Rico and he had it. So it was it's like, like you know, saying
0: like sorry, I didn't know I had gonorrhea. Like mm, a, no, bro. You know you have gonorrhea.
2: Not really. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I don't know. Maybe you have you might know you have gonorrhea, but you you don't know if you have a skin condition sometimes. Sometimes you know, you're like, Oh, I got popped in the nose or I got popped, you know what I'm saying? It's like you don't you know the what eczema. It, Yeah, like it's or it could be, sometimes people just get dry skin. So, you know, it's, 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 I get it. And it's like, I know it happens. And so I don't, um, you know, but I know we keep a clean gym. So I know it wasn't, it, and everybody knows it didn't come from the gym. It came, it came from somebody picking something up on, you know, they hadn't, they had no idea. So I don't blame them at all.
0: I mean, yeah, it happens, but you still have to, you still have to, uh to like be diligent about um, about just your own hygiene and stuff. Yeah, for sure. Uh, did you watch any of the the one fc uh, one hundred this weekend?
2: No, no, not at all. Man, I, I, was, I watched I watched the UFC, but I didn't watch the, any of the one.
0: I was uh, I was actually doing a photo shoot with Gilbert for uh, for Tatami, and like in the middle of the photo shoot, we stopped just to watch uh, Angla Sang fight. It was so funny. Like we're sitting there on top of a parking garage, just screaming. It was hilarious. But man, there was some good fights. You definitely got to watch that. You definitely got to go back and watch. Yeah, I don't know where do, you, where do you even watch one. Um, I believe it's on. Oh man, um, uh, not Fight TV. Jeez, oh, I have it on the top of my head too because I know the person that does the marketing for it. Um, they handle a lot of the the bare knuckle boxing stuff as well fucking it um you can find it online though all you got to do is look up the links and stuff you can find it online pretty pretty quick
2: yeah i've been you know what i've been doing i've been i've been watching so much flow grappling
0: cuz i you know i was
2: getting ready for the for the tournament so i liked it, it, the, watching the grappling kind
0: of uh Get you in the mood, you know. Well, speaking of which, uh yeah, for people that don't know, Sean won his division at Miami Open uh this past week and congratulations, buddy. Thank you. Uh how oh, many matches did you have?
2: Um I had th- I had two matches. Um one against uh one against the guy that I lost to in the worlds in twenty sixteen, Charlo. And um How'd you win that one? say we had the same exact situation happen yeah it was points and um it, we, we were at uh it was tied up because we both kept we got like uh we each got two or three um stalling penalties because it was it was a stand up match yeah and at the end of it uh you know we were going to the going to the decision uh, and of course I was like, oh, man, here we go again. But where last time he got
0: the win, this time I got the win. So now you guys got to set up the rubber match.
2: Yeah, that's, 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 that's where we're at. We got to do we – we're one and one now. And, I, and we talked about it I go, we gotta get we gotta get to do this again and I and you know if I did it again, I would I would uh, or you know if we if we ever compete again, what I'll do next time is i'll I'll actually pull guard or something just to get it down on the ground. <laughs> this, is, this is two matches of us standing up is this is just a little too much you know and, and and you know I don't want it to be that um, trivial. Yeah, you know, if I lose because I pulled guard and wanted to make this a jujitsu match instead of just two big bears pushing each other around a mat, yeah, that's what I think I'll do. And then you know, my second, my second match, I tapped, I uh, tapped a guy out. His, his name's Jason, really nice guy, um, uh, from uh, Coral Springs. Um, but um, yeah, man, it was, it's it's good to be, you know, my last th- two tournaments. Back in the saddle, you know, it's it feels good to win. No, man,
0: congratulations.
2: But it's like, I what happened with the week before, I don't know if I told you, but uh, yeah, you're uh, back. I, no, 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 my chest.
0: Oh, yeah, that's I, right, that's
2: right. I, and then the first, then in the first match with Charlo, we were go, pushing each other around and he went to shuck me. And I like, you know, I stepped forward real hard and I jacked up my hamstring. I was like, you gotta be kidding me, really. Yeah, it's it's almost better now. I think tomorrow should be fine. But I've been I've been gimping around ever since Friday. Uh, you know, ever since Saturday. Ah, uh,
0: well. Uh, either way, you got the win, so that's all that matters. Um. So we actually picked the fights. Um. Last week, so we got to go over. Even though the episode didn't go out, we got to review the fights that we put out last week. Let me see uh where are the results here we go all right so Eric Anders against Gerald Amirskart whatever we both pick Eric Anders we both got that one right so that one's uh that's a 1-1 for us here um and then Matt Frivola against Luis Peña uh I picked Matt Frivola, you picked Luis Peña and Frivola won that one yeah that was the one I had no idea yeah
2: it was I a crazy said, fight.
0: He had actually. A, yeah, no, I yeah, it was a good fight. Man, like he definitely got rocked. Matt Frivoli got rocked a little bit there. Uh, Mackenzie Dern. I actually, fight. I actually thought Pena won that one. To tell you the truth, uh, but, I I don't disagree that it could have gone either way. Yeah. Uh, Mackenzie Dern versus Amanda Rebus. You picked Mackenzie Dern. I picked Amanda. Amanda won that one.
2: Yeah, she was a, she was a ball of energy for that fight.
0: Yeah, well, that ball of energy got me another W. And then Cub Swanson against Kron Gracie. We both picked Cub on that one, and rightfully so. But holy shit did Kron make that fight.
2: Yeah, exciting. Exciting to watch. Like, Like, if I were to give Kron Gracie a nickname, it would be the Brazilian zombie. He just kept coming forward. Like I mean, He's he
0: fresh, though. I mean, his chin hasn't gotten as much damage as most other people because anybody else with some wear and tear on their face and they take that shot from from Cub Swanson, they're going out. For sure, they're going out. Uh, and then Joanna against Michelle Waterson. I picked Joanna. You picked Michelle. And Joanna won that one. Yeah, she put on a clinic, dude. And a busted foot, too. With Did you see her foot?
2: Yeah, it was nice and big and
0: swollen and busted. Yeah. That thing was like probably the size of my foot to be honest. And she's like half my size. So, I think I won the um
2: Yeah, for sure. I, I knew won. I knew when I knew when uh Joanna why well, I, I know cuz and at one point when uh Waterson had Joanna's back, I was like, "Oh, here we go." Yeah. But Joanna
0: fought it off. Just listen, she's. Um, I'm curious to see how she's gonna handle the next couple of fights. If she, they're gonna give her the championship fight next or what, so it should be pretty exciting to see. Um, do you hear about it's, Cole Miller?
2: Yeah, getting ready to do an open weight. Yeah. Tournament or one night tournament? Holy yeah. shit! Yeah.
0: In Bahrain, but did you see who's on that list?
2: I saw Gilbert Yvel. Alexander, Um You got Guto. Guto in a yeah, like,
0: yeah, Guto was the first name on the list. Yeah. And it's like, man, I like Cole, man, but Guto is a total animal right now. If you see his photos, man, he's on all the acai. For sure. He's on all Guto? the acai. Yeah, he's on all the acai. For sure. Well, Guto was a big kid, man. He's been a beast, man. He, but he always trained hard. He was always huge. So now that he's even more, just like, just jacked and, car, like, for a guy his size, is cardio is insane, is insane. And he's a kickboxer. He's a he's a legit kickboxer. Josh Copeland, Yasubei Nomoto. It's uh I'm gonna have to figure out how we can watch this because that looks like it's gonna be a pretty dope uh open weight Grand Prix. It's on Brave. That's what it is, Brave twenty nine. It's pretty nutty, man.
2: Yeah, that's cra- it's it's one
0: of those things where I'm like, Cole, what are you thinking? He wants to fight he wants to fight, man. I mean he hasn't fought in a while, but hey, listen, I'm sure that they're offering some good money. I'm sure they're offering some good money for it. Yeah, but think about it.
2: Gilbert Yvel Guto—they're all big people. They're—they're they're big dudes, and they got probably—and he's 145 pounds. Yeah, no. Well, yeah. actually, he probably isn't. night. probably like
0: 170 or something like that. Yeah. But they're—they're but they're like walking around at 230. Like Guto for sure is walking around at 220, 230. He's just a huge, huge man. Um. I think I'll call it it for tonight, man. Uh, I think next week we're going to be back into the studio and uh, get things moving all over again. But uh, I wanted to give a quick shout out once again to Craig Diamond and Diamond MMA. Thank you very much for joining the podcast, uh, for taking the time out. Um, You know, it's uh, it, it was actually it's. I know that it may sound like a little bit like an infomercial kind of thing, but we were actually really interested in hearing what he had to say. They, they reached out to us and wanted to talk to us. And, um, you know, I've heard so much about them from listening to just Joe Rogan. And I, I've never actually got a chance to see the cups in person myself, but obviously we've seen them do work. So it's really cool just to hear um, – just kind of like how the company got started, and and hear it from the man that literally started it. So it's uh should be cool to check out and um and test out the product. So we're definitely gonna do the the nut test challenge. Are you up for it? Nope. <laughs> You're not gonna take a shot to the to the bean bag with that. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it feels. Uh, whatever. I,
2: again, I have to see how the cup feels before I say all right. Kick me in the nuts.
0: Right, so I mean, are you gonna just go for the extra large just in case, just so you know you're in there?
2: Well, it's, there's all, the cup is only one size fits all. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. He said so himself. But it's not. No, no, the system is is different
0: sizes, but the the cup itself is one size. Man, you know what's funny is that when I first started playing sports as a kid, and there was where you actually had to wear a cup. I remember going and purchasing a cup and then having no fucking clue how to put it on. Like I just remember like, wait a minute. My junk isn't gonna fit in here. Like it's just not. I'm like and then moving around like, man, if something happens, I'm still gonna get hurt. Like this isn't gonna protect me at all. Like I even sat there and just kind of gave myself a quick, you know, punch to to the balls or whatever with it on. I was like, "No, no, no, no. We're not doing this." Screw that, and I just got rid of it. I just played without it because at that point I might as well just go like without it if it's still gonna hurt me that bad. So I'm curious yeah, to see how they're this uncomfortable. Ended. I mean, that's the
2: whole thing with cups;
0: they've always been uncomfortable. I've I've always been okay with like the the tie cup. I mean, it does take some time to get used to having that that line up your butt crack, but like I said, for me it wasn't even the the line that bothered me as much as like. Man, this is super unhygienic. This is for sure just like, because it doesn't matter how many times you shower before you put that on, you're still gonna get ass tank on that. So like, you gotta wash that every time. Like, oh man. So it's like, God forbid that you put that like, and it's a little piece of fabric. It's not like you're putting rope, unless you're like diehard like tie. I'm, like, I'm, it's just like a fabric rope. It's not a rope rope. So I don't know, man. Yeah, I'm curious to see, but I'm definitely down to take that that shot challenge just to put it out there and, and check it out. But um, as always, uh, um, thank you so much to all of our sponsors supporting the podcast. Thank you everybody for supporting the podcast. Uh, We got a couple of episodes that are going to come out all at once. Uh, We're a little bit back catalog, but we're putting everything out this week. So that one's on me just, I've been sick and uh, it's been a long couple of weeks trying to catch back up after ADCC. So we'll get everything out there. Uh, Sean, you got anything else for the people? Nope, not a thing. All right, man. Uh, Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll catch you guys next time. Peace. Peace.
1: You
2: can't need Here's the deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence, and nobody can hang with my stuff. Keep stealing. Woo! Wheel of dealing. Living in life. Jet flying! set up again! And I'm having a hard time holding these alligators up!